0: For more information on the Ex Mormon Files Internet Video Program, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now here's Earl. We
1: have tonight Jay Graham. Jay, we appreciate you being here. I'm glad to be here. We've got uh, had several of the band members, as you know, the last few weeks mm-hmm. being introduced, and yeah. you're kind of. Uh, uh, an important part of the band, so we're, we're excited to hear your story. And were you born in the church? I wasn't. No, I'm actually a, I was a convert. Uh, oh, was that right? Yeah, uh, later in my
2: life. And uh, yeah, so unlike the other guys, I wasn't uh, born under the covenant, and uh, <laughs> you you know, I didn't wasn't have a Mormon story at the beginning of your right. Yeah, your... I was. Uh, yeah, a lot different. Um, I, I was. I, I was born in Florida. I'm a native Floridian, and uh, oh. and everybody in the band now we we actually live in in, in Florida now. But um, were your has... parents
1: uh, members of no, the, my, the church? Or... My
2: my father's actually still to this day a Christian Scientist, and uh, I was raised um, in the Christian Science Church. Um, but I was never technically a Christian Scientist because you have to make that um, decision that when you're 21. You actually make that decision. It's a uh, fact about. Um, about christian science but um and christian science is you know religion which i have a lot of doctrinal um issues with um (laughs) and you know i don't consider it to be christianity yeah um uh you know true uh born again christianity by any means um but that was where my spirituality came from yeah. you know when I was a child was through um, through Christian science because they do read the King James Version of the Bible just oh. like like um, the Mormon Church you know pretty much only accepts the the King, King James, James version, version of the Bible
1: oh.
2: and uh, and then I also went to Baptist uh, uh, daycare when I was young and uh, and preschool and um, so I, I heard the songs you know like Jesus loves me um, you know and <laughs> yeah. he's got the whole world in his hand and all those things and so that that was also a lot of my exposure to, to Jesus was through through the Baptist faith um, in, in that sense so I, I you know I had a Jesus was on my radar from a very young Even age young. and uh, yeah and um,
1: yeah so, so and then you grow up you're in high school and just... yeah
2: and another uh, different aspect of my story is the fact that I actually had problems with drugs and alcohol um, and that started when I was in high school. Um, and I got addicted to drugs and alcohol. Um,
1: that isn't totally uncommon, though, is it? I mean, there are no, not young at all, not, not, not
2: among my friends. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, you know, I, I had been always kind of been a misfit, and I, I was uh, homeschooled on and off throughout my, my schooling. And uh, I, I went, I, I left, um, I went to sixth grade, and then I was ho- homeschooled for seventh and eighth grade. And then in ninth grade, I went back to high school, mm-hmm. and all my friends were partying at that point and oh and so i uh you I, I started right yeah you know i I started living that life and and walking on that path that, that you know the wide road of the <laughs> world really and um um you know I thought it was really cool so that was what i what I started doing and um um I you know it just it really got its hooks in me wow. and it was uh it was something that i that i was really you know passionate about i mean to tell you the <laughs> truth you know just like you can be passionate about anything you can be passionate about a religion or a, or a lifestyle or whatever and, and, I, I, and I was passionate, passionate about about yeah about wow. um drugs and uh, that's when i also got in, involved in music i got very interested in music really? i'd always been really highly creative since i was a kid um uh, when i was about 10 years old i started drawing really seriously and i had been doing that and then um in high school, I got really interested in mu- music, and I started. I learned to play the guitar when I was fifteen, wow. and I started playing the guitar, um, uh, you know, every day. And uh, yeah, you know, that, <laughs> that was that was another one of my major passions in life.
1: Was was music and art? You say you doing? Yeah, I was a, and, mm-hmm. yeah, right. um, drawing and painting. Wow, um, I was a uh, I was. And you did this then through into your early twenties or late late teens, anyway. And yeah, you know, I still I still you?
2: draw and paint. And I still play music, oh. obviously. Yeah. Um, and, um, but the
1: alcohol and the drugs—that was kind of. Yeah, I I along. I
2: went back to home school actually after ninth grade because I was I I was um, <laughs> socially pretty awkward and it was yeah. it was difficult for me to to get along in high school. I got picked on a lot, like a lot of kids do. Um, <laughs> and um, um, so I went back to home school. My mother had had always taught me at home because my mother's a teacher, and uh, um, I just. I started rebelling and doing, oh doing, you know, cutting class and <laughs> skipping school, and that's yeah, not, you know, that's, that's kind of hard, hard to do when, when, when you're um, doing it home at home school. school, but but yeah, and, and so I gave my mom a lot of trouble, and um, she eventually expelled me from home school. Um, so so <laughs> that must uh, have been tough on her. Odd. Yeah, it was it was it was rough waters at that time yeah. in our family, and there was a lot of lot of fighting and a lot of um, bad stuff that happened, and uh, it was all. Pretty much just because of drugs and alcohol, um, mm. because you know that was what I was doing, yeah. and um, so I, I had to go and get my own education. I, um, I I went and finished my high school all on my own. Well, um, good for you. Yeah, and I you know went out. I got a I got a actual a full high school diploma, but it was through a, um, it was through a, a community college that mm. I did it. But it was an actual high school diploma, and I had been taking uh, art lessons um, for about five years. And so I ended up getting a full scholarship to an uh, art school, and I went to art school. And uh, but I threw away that opportunity, and I, I was uh, I just uh, I dropped out after a year. Oh
1: dear.
2: Yeah, but because yeah. um, of drugs and alcohol mainly, I just. Yeah. Um,
1: so when did the Mormonism come into your life?
2: Well, I, first I had to get over um, my problems with drugs and alcohol, and uh, that happened in an interesting way, um, in that I had really. I, when drugs had really taken over my life more than I was able to handle, I really was thinking about God a lot because I, I, I felt like, you know, the only power that was going to be able to deliver me from that was, was, was God in, in one way or another. And I was praying to God that I could overcome my drugs and alcohol um, whenever I, I was really miserable, you know, I'd pray that I could stop using drugs and alcohol. And I guess I was really praying that that God would give me the strength to overcome it on my own and somehow that I could just quit doing it. Um, And I I eventually got to the point where where I I didn't even want to live anymore a lot of the time um, because I was I was really miserable and I couldn't do anything about this bondage that I was in and I had lost about four or five jobs um, Mm -hmm. over the course of two years and so
1: yeah. oh, i'm sorry just for for those of us that probably have never gone through this and maybe don 't understand it, is this a cyclical kind of a thing where you, you're trying to turn to God and then you kind of break down and start start you you know, drinking you know it was for me i didn't i didn't have
2: it. a relationship with God at that point yet, but every
1: time you were you, i guess going through some point in the cycle, then you'd turn to God again and yeah, I was kind always praying, thing. I guess, to yeah. overcome
2: it. But it, it, it would be when you know, yeah, you continually, I think, make um, make a commitment to stop, right. and then you just are powerless over this, um, you know, the, the evil that's that's kind of in the bondage that's inside like you of said, you, the bondage yeah. that you're that you're yeah, the, that's shackling you, yeah, yeah and you know, you, so you just go back to it. And that was the, yeah, that was definitely that place that I was in in my life at wow. that point where, where I would try to stop and I would stop maybe for a few days or something, but I would just always be drawn right back in by those demons. And, uh, so I, 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 just eventually I, I was outside one night, um, and I, I just looked up in this sky, I was praying and I, I, I said, you know, God, I, I'm just going to give up if, if you're not going to do something with my life. And I just, I just, I just give up. I, I'm going to cut my ties and, uh, and, and you know, say my goodbyes. And I'm not even going to believe anymore because I just don't know how, you know, I just don't, I just don't see a, a way from, for me. Mm. And um, so I, I really did just give up on God completely, um, which I had never done before in my life. I had I'd, I'd always had a, a belief in God and and then it was on my 23rd birthday which was just right at that same time when i i told my parents that i no longer believed in god i actually declared that i didn't believe in god anymore and wow. um yeah and and my parents were were really disturbed by it um understandably but i didn't know that at the time i i just thought you know that it was just i was just you know tell just just <laughs> telling my parents and they'd say okay well whatever but but they you know my parents were were, had, had faith in, yeah. in one way or another. So this really impacted. And so, them. yeah, it, it disturbed them greatly. Yeah. And uh, But then the interesting thing is, like, it was three days after that that God began uh, doing the work of my life and of drawing me to him. Um, I, you know, you know I, I guess it was just the Holy Spirit that that was the time in my life when I was, when I was finally ready to accept, um, you know, God and accept that uh, I needed a relationship with God. Because I got another job opportunity just three days after after I told my parents I didn't believe. <laughs> I got another job opportunity. I hadn't had a job for a long time, um, but uh, I got a call that that a restaurant needed a, a, a cook. And so I, I got this job opportunity. I, I had to kind of do some things to, to, to get there. It was, it was kind of difficult, but I really knew that I wanted something to change my life. And so I... I hustled and I I, I I got a ride actually I had to get a ride from from a, a neighbor I had to go go to a neighbor's house and get a ride to this job because um, they just called me right you know out of the blue and said we need you today and uh, through through getting that job I actually um, I, I, I met a friend of mine who um, who had just started to to you know t- started to believe in Jesus basically and um, and told me, you know, that God loves you and wants you to do something, you know, with your life and that he doesn't want you destroying yourself with drugs and alcohol and that if you'll just accept that fact and you'll turn your life over to him and um, he has the power to heal you from your drug and alcohol addiction. And um, I, you know,
1: never really heard that story. You know, before, it's or? it's
2: it's one of those strange things. It, it, it was basically um, a gospel of grace preached in a very simple form, because the person that told me that was was not a a, a, a total born again Christian yet, but they were investigating Christianity, and and but yeah, when I heard that, you know, I knew it was it was I believe today that it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me.
1: Yeah.
2: And um, and so I said, okay, you know, if that's what you want, God, then I, I can do that. I can take up my cross and I can i can i can try to follow you um and so i gave up my drugs and alcohol completely at that point and it wow. was a it was a really powerful time in my life when yeah. you know um that experience of giving up drugs and alcohol was so was so was li- liberating yeah. yeah it was it was it was you know it it was I, I i really felt the spirit in my life at that time and um and just giving up drugs and alcohols it was a miraculous healing that that i know god and god alone did in my life because i did not have the power to give it up
1: on my own because um, he does love you and he will want you to be healthy and happy and yeah uh,
2: absolutely you know and, and yeah. god has the power to um to do his work in our lives you know if we'll, and, yeah and yeah, change hearts and 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 heal wounds and, and everything yeah and so um yeah so you know i gave up drugs and alcohol and um I was I was at a really vulnerable time in my life then um, and so I ended up joining the Mormon Church because I met some Mormon missionaries on the sidewalk and they um you know, they. I started taking the discussions from them. How long
1: was this after your? It was a couple weeks. A couple, couple weeks. weeks. After? Yeah, and I
2: had gone to some churches. So you
1: felt like this was another sign from God, I guess. Yeah, I really did. I <laughs> yeah. mean,
2: yeah, I almost yeah. I, I felt like it was a, it was a sign from God because um, I had gone to a couple of churches and uh, I hadn't um, felt really like like I was called there. And then when I met these missionaries, I really felt like it, I was, you know. Uh, th- that that it was like a sign like you said yeah. and um, the fact that the the name Jesus Christ was in the Church of Jesus Christ of latter-day saints um, I was really contemplating how to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and um, and I was deceived by that that um, <laughs> name in, in the church you know thinking that I could receive a, a relationship with Jesus Christ there and um, and and like you know because I was at a vo- very vulnerable time and I felt yeah. like it was a sign. I just felt like it was compelling me into into the Mormon Church and like that was the place that I was supposed to be and um and so even though I had some questions about it I just I would pray about it and I never did receive like the the burning in the bosom or anything but I received this confirmation like um through prayer that this was right, and this is where I, what I was supposed to do in my life.
1: So you just felt like this was the right thing to do to join the church? Huh? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, f- I felt like that was that was um, that was the right thing to do, and so yeah. I, I I joined the church and. Um, Oblivious, you know. You feel that, like
1: you gained a testimony of Joseph Smith in. I the, believed it. I, yeah,
2: yeah I, I believed it wholeheartedly. You read the Book of Mormon, did you? Try I, yeah, that? I, I did. I, I read it um, pretty regularly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I, you know, it was <laughs> it my. challenge. It was, it was my to, scriptures. Yeah. To
1: find out if it was true and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what else did you experience in the church?
2: Well, I was really I was really active in the church. Um, I had re- really good relationship with the, the missionaries that I had joined the church um, that were that were in my area when I joined the church, and um, and so I, I got really involved with our local missionary um, uh, program in the ward um, through the mission leader of the ward, and um, I was very involved with the missionaries, um, and I would I would. Uh, every six weeks when they did transfers, I I had a a big uh, van that I used for catering in the restaurant that that I still worked in and um i would i would drive the missionaries around and we baptized a lot of people and brought a lot of people into the into the mormon church through our ward.
1: Well they do like to use new converts kind of as yeah, a and I was, as I was a vehicle. I to, was a
2: greeter um, to teach others.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah and I, I was i was really um, gung ho about greeting people and bringing them into the church <laughs> and uh, um, we had a lot of um we had a lot of, of, of black and Hispanic um, people that came into the church, and I would always greet them highly, and, uh, yeah. I mean, but they weren't, sometimes they weren't given the greatest uh, uh, reception from other members in the ward, but we would always, uh, you know, I, I, just, I just tried to love people, and I felt like it was my, my duty, and it was, it was the work I was doing for God
1: to love wow. people and, and to greet them. Now, what was your relationship with Jesus at this point?
2: Um, I didn't have one, per, you know, per se. You except you for, would
1: find it in the church. But it, it's it, funny,
2: though, because I told people that I was born again um, in, in the church. So, you know, and I felt like I had been born again when I and I had been born again. You know, I, I, I believe that the I had been, you know, washed like a baptism very, very much. Um, so in that I had been freed from my drugs and alcohol right. by this um, by this faith. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't have a. Uh, understanding, You know, I had a zeal um, for God, but it was not according to knowledge because I didn't I didn't I wasn't grounded in the word of God. And I, yeah. I and I was reading uh, extra biblical scripture and uh, was being always pointed to the Book of Mormon and to the Doctrine and Covenants. Isn't that
1: interesting? That even though don't... I love
2: Jesus, because yeah. I mean, from a young age, I had always loved Jesus so much. Um, and I'd always um, marveled at the story of Jesus as just the, the, the sheer power and the truth of it. Speaking, yeah, and the speaking witnesses
1: to me. of his life and everything else. Yeah, everything about but it. But you were t- kind of pushed toward these other, the Book of Mormon, the yeah, yeah. Covenants, that's very it was a, typical. It was,
2: it was like a bait, bait and switch, basically. Right. So
1: pushed away from the Bible and so on. Yeah, Yeah. P- p- pushed away so from then what a personal relationship your, uh, by, by
2: religion. Um, well, uh, you know, I had, I had been playing music, um, in the, in the Mormon church and, um, I I had been, we we would have ward talent contests and stuff and Mm. I I would play in those and I I had met Steve at that point and, um, and talked to him about, um, possibly playing some music when he got off his mission. Mm. And so, and he he had said that he was interested in doing that. And, um, so that was my first connection with the guys that are in the Adams Road Band and Ministry now. And then after that, I met Micah and, um. He'd come I, back to Florida by then,
1: and you. No, no, that, Micah right? was
2: still on his mission. Oh, he was. Okay. And yeah, I, I met him pretty early on in his mission.
1: Wow.
2: Because um, he he was in Florida really early on, um, around the time when he was uh, preached the gospel, um, or, you know, invited to read the word of God as a child right. for the first time by by the Baptist minister, and um, I knew him for the dura- whole duration of his mission, and it was towards the end of his mission that he um, that he you know. He had gone through this whole long transformation process of reading the Word of God and 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 you know it just and it you just were aware changed, of turning everything upside down in his life, yeah I knew stuff was changing because at that point i I because we had music in common too, and that was one, one, one reason we had kept in touch throughout his entire mission and actually at that point, Matt had started playing music with Steve and I just just um on the summertime, oh. so we had had one summer when we had played music together um, as as a uh, Um, as mormons we were still mormon and we were we were kind of doing uh scripture scriptural music trying to do it from the the mormon scriptures um and but then i and i knew joseph too at that point but (laughs) the whole transformation process and, and micah had shared the gospel with joseph at that point and um and joseph was going through the the beginning stages of his being transformed by the word of god um and and then micah just eventually you know i knew things were changing in micah's life and eventually um I sat down with him one day and he basically explained, you know, what he was discovering and, and about the gospel of grace. Um, uh, that was... A, was this a,
1: totally new to you? There was a... Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that part, was yeah, that, that was all new. And um, But you know, I, I respected Micah highly and so I, I respected his opinion and, I, and so I listened. And uh, then I, I did ask him, I just asked him if, um, if he believed in the Mormon church at all anymore, if he believed in, in you know, Joseph Smith as a prophet and um, and that the thing that was i had had a couple of questions couple of things that really um had bothered me were were the book of abraham i had asked a qu- oh. question about the book of abraham that was
1: a big one. and
2: i always just completely sh- swept that under the rug because i knew that if i investigated it you know subconsciously i guess i knew that I, what i would discover and um i had always wondered about how the book of mormon had come into being with the story of of the golden plates yeah. given given to him by the angel moroni and uh, i had kind of swept that under the rug too but when I asked Micah if if he believed the Joseph Smith, um, you know, in the truthfulness of the Book of Mormon anymore, um, he was he, he he was very kind about it. But he said no, that he didn't believe it anymore. And so when when it I heard that, you, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, it started making me me think. And and I I guess I I asked myself a question: Did I really believe it? And I realized that I really didn't believe it. Um, and. And so you know, you were looking I, for
1: Jesus in the church and didn't really find him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I I don't think that um, there is a real personal relationship with Jesus in the church because it's it's all about um, it's all about everything else that's that was created. You know, yeah. after after Joseph Smith came up with we kind with of minimize no idea. Jesus.
1: I mean, we we put him where he's where. It's not his sacrifice. It's not his grace. That yeah, all saves the power us.
2: is taken from w- the cross. We do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah,
1: and work for our own reward. hmm Yeah, yeah. Wow. The, the yeah. So how the long did that take you the cross take is you foolishness to, in the church. Yes. Yeah. How long did that take you then to?
2: Um, I I accepted the fact that that it was false pretty quickly because I don't think I've been indoctrinated since from such a young age. So
1: you're only a member for four or five. Years, I was
2: for four and a half years. Yeah. I was at, yeah, yeah. I was I was active in the church and. Um, but, you know, you know, I uh, and then I started picking up the word of God and reading it. And um, and that was definitely a process for me. It, it was a long process. But I, I knew, you know, um, the truthfulness of did Jesus. It, did uh, you it know. start
1: making sense, though? This grace? and Oh,
2: yeah. And yeah. That, that part made sense to me immediately because, you know, I knew that, it, that the, the love that God had for me because I knew it was what had allowed me to, to overcome my addictions. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know. And that was what Micah was telling everybody. I mean, they, they had this thing in, in his uh, zone, which was the love elders and the number Nazis, the guys that were just preaching the love of Christ, and then the, the guys that were just trying to get the numbers and, and the get the results, and, the baptisms yeah. and the results for the church. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I knew about that love of God for me, um, and that was what I, what, what I really wanted, you know. Yeah. That was what I was really and looking the, for. And
1: do you feel like you found it then? I guess that's the big question, have you found yeah. it
2: in... Oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 um, yeah you know, I have. Because uh, I'm a really, uh, I'm not the best person at expressing myself, but I, I, I analyze things too deeply a lot of the time. And so when, when I started reading the Word of God, it was definitely a process and I, I was, I've always been skeptical, you know, I'm, I'm a very skeptical person, but I, I went through the process of just investigating it in every way that I could and um it it stands the test you know it's yeah. it, it stands the joyful a trial well? by fire yeah it's it's wonderful because the it's... more
1: i've studied the more the archaeology of the bible and then mm-hmm. the the, the vo- thing yeah and uh, i mean i'm not
2: the best scriptorian I, I don't memorize scriptures very well and um but i can tell you that i mean the, the word of god i'm a very poetic person i've always loved literature and and yeah. i Um, the word of God speaks to me in a way that nothing else does. I think that the, you know, um, you know, Jesus, his followers say, you know, when, when they, when some of the followers leave and Jesus says, well, are you going to leave me too to his disciples? And they say, why would we leave you? You know, uh, you know, Lord, you You have the words that, that are eternal life. Yeah. And, um, and I, I think that the, the, the story of Jesus is the most powerful story, um, in the world you know yeah. and that's why it is the gospel it is the good news to, to all people. You well know. it's
1: interesting that you obviously came to a very broken place in your life and was able to turn yourself over to Christ Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I, to spend I, those several years in the Mormon church and you just didn't find that Jesus there mm-hmm. and and I don't know that people that are in the church really can, can comprehend that because they're never broken they have a mormon pride they have a uh, a belief that they know everything i know i think steve mentioned that last week mm-hmm. we just always we already know everything so there's nothing you can teach us that we we can't learn anything from the bible
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, i just think it's interesting that you would have the courage to uh, to say well i'm not finding the christ that i'm that I know is out there, the one that helped me become born again, or at least overcome my problems. Mm-hmm. And so, you're yeah, able and, to... and
2: more, more so, just to realize that you have to, you know, you have to take up your cross and follow Him. And, and we yeah. have to, we have to know that we, all we can do is throw ourselves on the mercy of the cross, yeah. um, and just allow, allow it to not be our own righteousness, but the righteousness of God that we can. Have access to through the, the grace of Jesus Christ, who was lifted up, you know, for all of us, so that all mankind yeah. could could uh, could could come <laughs> in and dine with Him and receive that bread of life, you know, that feeds us in a way that um that we just can't imagine, you know. Because yeah. I was I was I was always searching for something my entire life, and um, I was always desiring, and I was always not satisfied by the ways of the world. And in Mormonism, I felt like I was satisfied, but it was continually um, being, being left empty and, uh, you know, f- and just, just not, not living up to it yeah. well enough and then having to renew it through the works or whatever. But when I found the bread of life that, you know, came down Christian, from heaven, you're satisfied just, to eternal life, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm truly satisfied and... Um,
1: a new creature and you trust in God and Christ. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, Jay, thanks so much for sharing your story. I know that's a a challenging one, a difficult one perhaps for you to share, but we appreciate you doing that. We'll see you next week. Good night.